Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Seven Rims of Ascension, the entrepreneurship journey, the journey of the entrepreneur. I am Rosetta Greer. I'm your host and multipreneur, and this is season two, episode two. And today I have a very special guest, beautiful soul, amazing individual. And also she is my daughter's and our hairstylist whenever we want to put some heat to our hair. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Miss Jackie Denise. She is a master hairstylist and founder and owner of The Hair Doctor. She is a phenomenal individual, mompreneur, and she's a self-care advocate. So I'll let her tell you a little bit more about herself and um, we can get this thing started. So Jackie, if you don't mind, please tell the audience something about yourself, anything you want them to know just to get us started. Well, 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 (laughs) you said almost everything. Um, (laughs) Yep. You said almost everything. Um, I'm a hairstyle, natural hair care stylist um, and a Chattanooga area. Um, I'm a mom uh, and a self care advocate. That's that's pretty much all all that it is to it. Tell us, <laughs> <laughs> can you elaborate a little bit about the self care advocate and how did you get to that space to to where you start advocating about self care? Oh well, self care. I I realized how important it is with me being in the the business I am in. Um, and me being a mom and having all titles, but, you know, a wife, a girlfriend or whatever. But um, it's I just noticed how important it was because I'm always pouring into clients, um, as many other stylists can relate or anybody that's in um, the beauty industry um, or who has a business, period. Uh, mm-hmm. But I know as far as stylists, we are hairstylists. Uh, we are we are therapists. That's one of the things that we are. We're therapists as well, because when people sit in your chair um, and you have that built that, you know, trusting relationship with your clients, they tell you things that they may not tell anyone else. And from sometimes we find out things before their family finds out. Yeah. Um, so with me being behind the chair and just talking to clients constantly every, you know, every day from morning to evening um, with them, you know, we pouring and pouring and pouring into them. And then you come home and being a mom and, pouring and pouring and pouring into your daughter and uh, friends and family and stuff. It's like sometimes you have to just take that time to yourself and just kind of, you know, refill your cup up. Of course, you know, you have other people who fill your cup up, but it's important for you to have that self-care time, whether it's uh, taking a bath by yourself or, you know, closing the door, even if your kids are there, closing the door and just having that time to yourself and just loving on yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So you can the next day you can basically do it all again. Yes, yeah. that's that's so important. I'm so grateful that you know you are taking the advocacy for that because somebody had to stand up for the people who do a lot of pouring, you yes. know. And we need somebody to say, "Hey, y'all, I, let's check in on our people and let's make sure that you're pouring into yourself because it's nothing like pouring into yourself." So I really appreciate you highlighting that as part of one of the titles that you carry mm-hmm. in your entrepreneurship journey because it's rare you know it's rare to hear people advocate for it so I I love that I love that thank you thank you (laughs) so I want to ask you the first question it brings me to this first question when did you know we're talking about the journey of entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. when did you know that entrepreneurship was for you girl I lost my job 
Oh my goodness! Can you tell us about that? I got fired, girl. I was working at Dillard's, and it was my fault. I was like, you know, I take the responsibility. Um, but um, yes, I got fired. I was working at Dillard's in 2010. I was working at Dillard's, and um, you know, I had the, at that time I didn't have the entrepreneurship mind. I was just young and doing whatever I wanted to do. And the girl, I would leave on break and go to my mom's house to eat Sunday dinner. <laughs> and don't come back until later on and sneak back. You know, I go in because you know the dealers is in the mall. Yeah, girl, I'll be at the shopping in the mall, and they'd be calling my name on the intercom. Jacqueline, to your, you know, gone. <laughs> so I came back, and she was like, "Um, I need to see you in the meeting or whatever." And I was like, "Okay, you know, cool or whatever." Girl, sure did. They let me go. So and that's from where there, it began. That's where it began, girl. That's where it began because I, I've always. I can't even remember when I start, which is like, I want to do hair. Honestly, I cannot. Um, I think it was like a survival mode thing for me mm. when I started doing hair. I don't think it was like, okay, you know how some people be like, well, I know how to do hair anyway. I didn't get to that point until I started doing hair. But at that point, um, I was just like, what can I do um, to make an income? What can I do? So, I just started doing hair because at that time I had really long hair and I sewed my own hair out and put curls in. And people was like, how did you get your hair to grow? And how do you do this and this and that? And so I was like, let me do this to get a few coins. Um, I didn't have no kids at the time. So, you know, wanted to use that to go out with my friends and stuff like that. So I started doing that and I actually started in the kitchen. I started in the mm-hmm. kitchen and uh, in my parents' kitchen, my mom and dad's kitchen. Um, my dad made a setup in the back of the house to where it looked like it was a salon. A clients would come in and I would cater to them as if they were in a salon. And um, I grew my clientele from there, girl. And it took wow. off. Uh, yes, and when did you fall in love with it? Because like, I'm, I'm pretty sure at, at this point, you like I've actually had the pleasure to see you do my daughter's hair and my hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's so much love that comes from you. So I know you love it now. You know mm-hmm. how you say started with just it was a focus for income but when mm-hmm. did you remember falling in love or ascending to love in it how how did that happen can you can you share that with us uh I fell in love with it during when 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 I was a kitchen stylist that's why I don't I don't knock the kitchen stylist at all um mm-hmm. you know some people are like she's a kitchen kitchen but some of those some of the kitchen stylists are some of the best stylists so I do mm-hmm. want to put that out there but as soon as I felt, when I knew I fell in love with it was when I seen the confidence when I was finished doing clients' hair, um, how they would smile. And I would see the confidence of how it changed them when they came in. They was a certain way. But then when they leave, it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the mall, get my eyebrows done and get my lashes done. Or, girl, I'm going somewhere tonight. My hair looks yes. cute. How they got, you know, how you get that little boost when you're like, person good tonight, you know, especially yeah. the, you know, the ladies I was doing their hair who had the husbands and stuff. And I was like, oh, yes, yeah. you know, he coming home. And and I was like, I love this. You know, I can see myself doing this from morning to night. Like, even now, this doesn't feel like a job to me. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a job to me. And um, so, you know, I say, you know, this is what I, something I want to do is, you know, fast money. I will say that um, it's fast money, but the love I had for it um, and just how to, I could see the natural hair change from its coarse to its curly hair and then how 
I blow dry it out and, and I'm just looking at the scalp, like the hair follicles li- literally at the scalp. I was like, it's amazing how our hair can transform like that. But um, yeah, I fell in love with it shoot, probably a, a year or two after I started doing it because I really started studying. I was up at night um, just studying on YouTube and looking at other people's um, work and uh, was getting inspired. And I was just like, okay, so let me practice this. Let me practice that. But yeah, I fell in love with it pretty quick. I knew it was for me. Oh, that is so beautiful. Like I'm over here just smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. I have had the personal experience of coming out of your chair and just ready to take over the world. Like mm-hmm. honey, honey. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I, I feel that. Like I can feel that like times three. You yeah. know, the listeners that they probably haven't experienced your touch, but it is definitely one that you are definitely telling the truth. So yes, mm-hmm. I, I that's beautiful because I think a lot of times we do start things off for the for the profit or sometimes just because we're in that space where we're needing to create. Right. And after a while, we realize, I really, really like this. And I really appreciate you saying that even to this day, it doesn't feel like a job. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like, you know, I'm working and enslaving in, in the salon. You're like, I love this because that you're pouring into people. So mm-hmm. you're definitely like, that's amazing. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let's Thank you, girl. I know you have like you recently. Well, not recently. You you went from the kitchen stylist to actually owning your own salon, and I want you to tell me whether it's about the transition in that or any space throughout your entrepreneurship journey. Can you tell me about about fear and your perspective on that? Um, you know what? I never because it's crazy because when it comes to business. I don't have any fear, but like when it comes to relationships and stuff, <laughs> when it comes, girl, somebody be like, I really like you already. I'm just like, no, nope, nope. But when it comes to business and I'm working on that, you know, when it comes to business, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to just jump. This, I'm going to just do it. Um, it's, it's about to get, it's just about to get done. And then people around me just are like, girl, how are you going to, how you, but I've learned, like, I don't even worry about it. And like, when people come to me, like, how did you do this? And, how did you, you know, was you scared to do this and this and this and this and that? And I'm just like, you know, I really believe deep down that if you're walking in your purpose and you're mm. walking in your passion and you're staying in your lane um, and you just really learning. And, and recently I just learned just to be still because I used to feel like I had to do continuously do things to feel like I'm busy, to feel like I'm achieving something and it's like the more I did that it felt like that I was on a um like a wheel you know how you said like little mouse just going in circles and circles and I would be exhausted and I really wasn't getting anywhere you get what I'm saying yes absolutely Um, so I I noticed just to be still and just to listen to listen to what I'm feeling you know what I'm feeling so when I when I do something if I don't feel any weight from it or if I don't, if my conscious is like, I don't know, you know, I'm just like, okay, it, I'm, I'm going to do it because I'm working in my purpose. So I'm not going to fail because I right. tell my clients, you are, I, we all have something. We all have something in us. So that's our passion. And that we just, that if we just tap into it, it's promised to us that we will be successful in it. Right. That's right. So it's like, I don't think about it because I'm just like, you know, if I just keep on going and just keep on going, you know, God will guide me. That's to right. To where I need to go. How do, I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm not gonna worry about how I'm gonna pay for <laughs> it, how I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna worry about none of that. 
because it's, it's done. It's already done. I just got to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, yes. Yeah, I really didn't. I really didn't have any really didn't have any fear. It was just all about, you know, when I first started, you know, I was doing it at the house and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go to school and all that changed because I, you know, I got married and I had my daughter. But that still didn't stop me. That added another little push on me when I through, went through my divorce it added an extra push because now I have a, a human being that I have to help provide for mm-hmm. so it's like it ain't no playtime no more so where you can just That's keep right. doing hair in the kitchen and um having people come into your house you have a you have a human being that you have to help provide for and that you have to take care of so that just pulled me in full throttle where I was just like I'm gonna go to school and do this and do that and get just get it done Yes, 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 ma'am. I freaking love it. I love it. I love it. And in the the that fear and and, and having the aspect of understanding because I, I one of the things I always talk about is fear is false evidence appearing real. Yes. It's not real. It's, it's only it's something that's in our head. It hasn't occurred. I always tell people if you're afraid, what's happening in this moment? Is this fear that you have? Is it right here in your face right now? Right. And, around is like oh it's not even here it's so not even here. It's, it's false and I love that you are strong in that path to know it's not even about the fear mechanism it's literally about what's inside of me mm-hmm. and just do it yes. just do it like Nike you know yes, just get it done because as long as you sit on it as long as you sit on it you're you're going to be sitting and it's not going to get done life going to pass you about you're going to sit and it's going to create anxiety which yes. when, you, when it's time for you to do something and your body is trying to tell you Cause I don't know if you feel it. I'm pretty sure you probably do, but I can feel when it's time for me to elevate. When I'm getting ready yes. to hit a new level, it's like yes. I can feel it. It's like my body. I, I can't explain it, but it's like my body is. I, sometimes I shelter myself to where I don't talk to a lot of people, um, because it's like my body is preparing and and I sleep. I sleep. I sleep a lot. Um, and it's like my body is preparing to take me through this because it, it's going to be pressure. Nothing's going to you know get done easy. Um, but it's gonna be pressure, but yeah, girl. Yes, yes I love it. You you know, you already hit on this already and, and you actually just said something. I wanna come back to it. But before we get there, you mentioned about the passion. So can you tell me about this word passion and its importance in your journey and and and, and how important it is for those who are listening to understand what is passion and we would love to just know your perspective on that. Um, well, like I tell my, you know, people that, you know, reach out to me or whatever you may say, mentor, mentees or, but you have to, you have to, you have to be passionate about whatever you're doing, because it's going to be times that you're not going to feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be times that you're going to have things thrown at you where you're going to feel like giving up. It's going to be times that you're not going to have the money to do this, or you're not going to have any money to do that. It's passion and discipline. But discipline is a different topic. But you need those two. <laughs> you you do. need those two. You know, you have to have those two together because you can have a passion, but if you don't have discipline, it's, it doesn't matter. It's still not going to get done because you're not That's disciplined right. to stay in line. Um, and then you can have discipline, but not a passion. But then what you know, you're disciplined for what? What are you passionate about? So you need those two. But to stay on passion, um, when, you, when, when you're passionate about something, you just you keep on going. It helps you just to, you know, keep on going. And as far as you, some people say, you know, I don't know what my passion is. What do you do naturally? What makes you feel good? 
whatever it is um, yes. when you do it what makes you feel good what makes you feel alive um, yes. when you do it not something where you do and if it's like oh I don't feel like doing this I'm tired once you start you know feeling that that you're gonna have that from time to time but if it's like all the time that may not be your passion that's right you know or if something get thrown at you and you give up quick you're like okay well next that may not be your right. passion because when you're passionate about something it's like whatever coming your way you're gonna push through it that's right you know what I'm saying? that's all you you're think about it. yeah <laughs> Yeah. I love that. And I, I I really I really appreciate that because like when we think about passion, sometimes we forget that aspect. Like you said, you push through, like things come, things happen. Me being a multipreneur, I'm, I'm running several companies, several doing several things yes, that I, I just need to I just call myself a multipreneur now. Yes, girl, you're doing. It. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and it's that passion, though, the passion to to serve and, and, and the passion to empower people and get people to get into alignment with themselves. Yes. So we have peace because that's my greatest goal is to ignite peace back into the world. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was a girl, I used to always have this dream about, you know, with the people coming on the pageants and they would say, world peace, world peace. And I used to always envision what is world peace? Right. And I woke up and I said, how about every person in the world that I cross paths with, I make sure that they feel peace within themselves or mm -hmm. find peace within themselves. Yes. So that's why I just like create a bunch of stuff just to ignite peace in the world. Like right. that passion. And I, I really, I feel that like it has to be something that comes from that deep space within. And, and when it gets dark, when it gets foggy, when it gets those moments where it's like, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. It's still that passion. And yeah. that to my next question for you because we we're going into it too mm -hmm. okay so darkness we all have like a dark phase or you know some type of i use the word darkness to be as vague as possible mm -hmm. but there are different things we go through as entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and i just want you to if you don't mind uh, to be transparent just tell us about a dark phase that you went through throughout your entrepreneurship journey and, and what that was like for you and how did you rise out of it um, I would say my divorce when I mm. went through a divorce. Um, that was it was a pretty dark. I'm not gonna say it was like dark, dark. Right, I, but I get what you're saying. It's, I'm not gonna say it was dark, dark because I am a you know a firm believer that you know what you know things happen. You know that's things right. happen. Um, things change, and the way I think, I think okay. So what I'm gonna do now? I, I was like, I back then I was so in survival mode. Um, and not so in tuned and really feeling my feelings that what may have looked dark to everybody probably was just like, okay, this is a sign for me. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say that it was dark. I'm going to say that it was like a, um, what can I say? Like a, a phase, just a, maybe? Like, like just a moment, just a moment, a detour, uh, just a moment of just downness. And it, and it was my divorce because at that time I didn't, you know, I was doing clients hair out of the home, out of our home. And, um, yeah, I had a lot of clients and I was doing hair out of my home and I didn't have a job. I had quit my job because I used to work at a job at customer service, but I quit my job, um, because I knew that I had more in me. I could make more doing hair. So that was my decision to do that. But long story short, yeah. So I had no, I had, I had nothing really. I had to start mm -hmm. over from scratch. I didn't have anything. So I moved home with my parents, 
And I remember, and I posted this on social media, um, I was telling my dad, I was just crying and crying and crying. Because, you know, you're just emotional. you just like, God, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're just emotional. you just like, what am I going to do? I was like, what am I going to do? I have a child. You know, I have a child. What am I going to do to take care of this child? What am I going to do? You know, I was in my late 20s. And I feel like I was starting all back over with a child. Um, so I was like, you know, what am I going to do? And my dad looked at me. He was like, you guys, you, you know how to do hair, don't you? And it just clicked. Right. Like, you know, he was like, you know how to do hair, don't you? I was just going off. I was mad. I was crying. I was like, you know, this. And then he was just like, you know how to do hair, don't you? And I was like, yeah. And from that point on, girl, I packed my went on ahead and got in school. And I just went from there, girl. I just, it didn't, that little phase didn't last too long. <laughs> I was like, I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got things to do. I can't be sitting around here crying and moping and, you know, I got a, I got a baby, you know, yeah. I can sit here crying and moping. So I just pushed through. And that's what I always say, like, just push through with people saying, I mean, you know, push through because that's really what you have to imagine yourself doing. Like literally like pushing through, no matter what's being, you being hit with, you got to just push on through because if you stay there, you will end up in a dark space. And yeah. I feel like if I stayed there, I would have ended up in a very, very dark space. So I feel like that even to this day, that whatever I go through, if I stay in that moment and I allow myself to just think about it and think about it, it will put you in dark space. You have to keep on moving. You got to still, you got to keep on being active and still keep on doing things that whatever goal you set, even if something small every day, um, yes. to keep you motivated, you know? Yes, yes absolutely. And and I ask this question as I continue to do this this season on the journey of entrepreneurship. That question will come up a lot about the darkness because one of the things I've realized as an entrepreneur is that it, it requires a lot of light. And I believe in the light. I believe in standing on the side of light, but mm-hmm. still understanding that in the light there's always going to be the human experience exactly. and bring forth a lot of that dark that darkness. And it's, mm-hmm. darkness is not as bad as people make it seem. Right. And I really want people to understand that it's okay to not be okay. And mm-hmm. once you feel your feelings, like you said earlier, once we feel our feelings and really sit with the truth, the light is always there. It's always on the inside of us. It's always shining bright. We just have to go back to it. We have to gravitate towards the light. And that's the truth. And the truth is, you said it. You had stuff to do. You have a human to take care of. You have priorities. You don't have time to sit there in that funk for too long. And and that's that, that entrepreneurship journey. It requires a lot of that 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 level of mindset every single day. It does. You and I both know. Shoot, it's sometimes where you just want to sit at the TV all day long, right? And you don't like, feel like doing nothing. You like doing, Girl, I don't feel like doing crazy. nothing. You get up and just be like, you know. But when I do, when I do get up and I'm like, oh, I just just thinking in my head, be grateful, be yeah. grateful, because you know. And I look around and I try to just be in a moment because I'm just like, you remember, I have to always remember where I came from, where I was, yes. and yeah. you know. So I have my days. I'm not a per. I'm not sitting over here a perfect person or. But I, I have grasped, you know, peace and being still and just learning, you know, just to be grateful when I start complaining, you know, I don't feel like got clients all day. I don't feel like <laughs> doing this and this and that. And it's like something in my head just to be like, remember where you came from. Yeah. You know, remember where you was. Look around you. you you're sitting here. Don't you're doing it where yeah. you want it to be and who you want it to be. You're her. 
yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? You're hurt and you're here. So get get on up. Shut up. Handle <laughs> your business. You know what I'm saying? Like handle your business. So Absolutely. yeah, I feel you. And I, I, cause you know, I took a, I took two months off, but okay. it, it, no, was it? listen, it was a force at first. I, <laughs> I was forced to take off like December and January of this past winter. It's okay. sort of the, the winter solstice hit mm-hmm. because one of the goals in the back of my mind, like I create ambition and goals um, for, for just my journey because I have an end game goal like the last 10 years of my life I want to live on an island with no phone no electronics and not yes. by anybody but my husband and mm-hmm. even I'm okay with being alone if he's not here right Right. so one of the things that I have in the back of my mind is that in the winter solstice and when a winter season in general I want to be able to align with the universe and, and not have to work because mm-hmm. I want to hibernate and really pour back into myself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, God was like, okay, you want to do that? <laughs> Let's see if you're ready for it. Right. So everything in December, I didn't get any clients, any book sales, mm-hmm. any, nothing. Like little contracts that I had, they kept my check until February. Like it was, listen, I'm telling you, I was forced to sit still. And I was like, okay, what you want me to do? So I right. ended up going down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And that's why I talked about this darkness. It wasn't dark like like you said to to my husband and my children. They were like, "Mom, are you okay?" And I was like, "I just need y'all to leave me alone." Uh-huh. I put headphones in for three weeks, and yeah. I was doing journal and write. And they would be around me, but I was detached from them. And I would tell them, "I love y'all, but I have to listen. I needed to listen audibly to the yeah. voice of the Most High. Yeah. I needed to be redirected in my journey, mm-hmm. and, and because it was like you said earlier." I knew it was time to elevate. Mm-hmm. I knew it was something big is coming. It was time for me to elevate. So I had, I was forced to sit still. And, and it, it took two months for me to go through this phase of listening to God and detaching from the world as much as I could. You yeah. know, it was, it was beautiful. It was the most beautiful experience that I ever had. So I, I firmly believe that we should sit still. And especially if God tells you to sit still. Right everything was ripped from me. Like I I didn't ask for that to happen. It just happened. And I said, this is a sign. So, and I I love that. And it makes me want to ask you this next question is um, when you, when we come out of those spaces and we really like, you know, how I say, for example, I I did a 200 feet, 250 feet descend from a sky coasting. Right. Mm -hmm. And that feeling that I had when I was dropping down from that jump, it was so amazing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we have that in entrepreneurship. Can you tell me about the big leap and what it felt like when you finally got everything? And like you said, she is her today, who mm-hmm. you want to be. What did that experience feel like throughout that that leap? Uh, it was it was amazing. Because I, like I said, I, in my head, I was like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I'm doing it. You know, and sometimes I have to... Cause when, when I took it, it was like, I was just going, going, going. And finally one day I just sat still and I was just like, I'm doing it. Yes. Like I had to look around and I just felt it that I'm doing it now. Am I where I want to, I'm where I'm, I'm on my journey. The journey, it's just, it's just the journey. Like I said, it's just a journey. Like I took the leap and I really can't explain it. It's like the journey is amazing. Yes. You know, 
The it journey so is good, amazing. Right? Yeah, the, it's, it just feels so good. Like when I took the leap, it was like I started the journey. And I keep saying the journey because that's the most exciting part. Mm-hmm. The most exciting part is the journey. You get what I'm saying? So I, I would say like the leap. Yeah, taking a leap is just like basically I was forced. So that's why I'm not right. really focusing on the leap because I was forced. I really didn't take, you know, I didn't take I didn't take it to be like, OK, some people are are blessed to be like, you know, now I'm going to get ready to take the leap. You know, this, right. I was forced. Right. It's like, OK, now you here, you here. You, so what, you know right. what you what you're going to do. <laughs> What you gonna do? You gonna you gonna now you being forced. You've been put. You know, lost your job. Um, you know, you lost your job back then. You started doing it, and you know, I went through the divorce, and I started doing it. And so I feel like it's for me. It was like a journey, and I'm still on that journey. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we all will always be on a journey, but um, to the point where I am, um, I could say. When I took it and then I got here, I was like, okay, I'm here now. What? Mm. You know, okay, I'm here. I went because that, and I know I didn't redirect that question, but I don't know why I keep on talking about the journey. So it's okay. Um, no, yeah. this, is what, this is perfection. Yeah. So, yeah, there's like, no I, right or wrong answer here. Because <laughs> I want to use, use what I, you know, so I can really answer your question. But it's like when I got here, it's kind of like, you know, now what? And I realized that, um, like I said, the fighting part, not actually getting here, it was everything I went through to get it, like the salon. Uh, when I started mm-hmm. redoing it, you know, teamed up with a friend of mine, um, and we start opening a salon and stuff, and, and you know, we got the salon going. Then, then I was just like, you know, what am I? You know, I'm here now. What am I going to do now? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm ready to start. What, what what am I doing now? And maybe that could be some of entrepreneurs have that in them. And I'm you may have that in you. Mm-hmm. Um, to where it's kind of like, you know, what are you gonna do now? So yeah, girl. Yes, yeah. I love it. And it's the journey. And yeah. it's this so amazing because this season it's called the journey of entrepreneurship. Yes. And, and so you are in perfect alignment. Well, where this is headed this season. Yeah. It's just the journey. Like, how do we really stop and smell the flowers? Right. So quick to right. because to me, this is the dash in between before yes. we transition from this world. Yeah. Like I told I told my mom, I said, we you know, we live in a popcorn generation, I feel like. Um, that we live in a popcorn generation. You know, people are just like, okay, I'm gonna take a leap, boom, I'm leaping, where the money at? Where are the clients? Right. At? Where is everything at? Where is this at? Where is this at? Where is my I'm high demand? I'm high demand. I'm to the leap, and that's not how it works. Nope. <laughs> you know, nope. we're like that. Like you know, they they used to everything coming so, and that's relationships. That's everything. You know, they used to You're everything right. just coming so quick. Like you put it in a, you know, a pop 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 pop. Okay, I'm done. I'm 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 up there. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm a millionaire, <laughs> and it doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It does not so work like right. that. Like it literally takes blood, sweat, and tears. It does. Blood, it, sweat, and tears, sacrifices. Like it takes all of that. Like if you go in it and you feel like, okay, I'm gonna get ready to do this, and by uh, six months, I'll be a millionaire. And uh, uh-uh. uh, it's not people, that. It's not that simple. It's not. I mean, some people, you know, some people may get it that quick, but you know, it's it's not it's not like that. So some people. Uh, going back to the leap, you know, some people do take the leap or they jump, so to say, and then 
if it's not how they want it to be, then they just like, okay, this not this must not be for me. Or this must not be this must not be it. You know what I'm saying? But it takes time. All of it takes time. I 2010 is when I lost my job and got into it. And it's 2022. And I feel like I'm just these last three to four years, I'm just getting to that point. Right. I feel that. You like, know what I'm saying? Like I'm just getting to that story. point. Like, yes, I'm just getting to put that to that point where I'm like, I'm finally here, and that's like three. What? What? Been my three years that I feel like I'm finally here. For you me, know? it's been two. I've I've been doing this for since 2014, right. and I'm. Like, Gosh, so, so, yeah. so when people call me, I had a conversation. I was like, "Hold on, now, God, wait a minute, wait a minute." Right. So when people come to me and they just like, "I don't know what, I don't want to hear it." I don't, right. I don't want to hear it because uh, you, you got to go somebody else. Because yeah. I don't want to hear it. Because I don't want to hear it. Cause 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 or they not, you know, ten toes down or whatever they say and what they want to do. Or passionate, or like passionate. you said. And it's different. like, look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this one time. You know, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to And whether you take that and be like, okay, you know, I feel what she's saying. Or you or you just need, I'm not, I'm not a pacifying person. To right. where you can keep calling me and crying and crying. I don't, I don't know about this. Well, if you don't feel it, if you don't feel like you confident and feel like you this or you that then I can't feel that for you that's right and I had to learn because you know with people being around you that when you don't want to start a business and things you know they kind of want you to give them self-confidence and give them a high step you have to have that installed in you right you know what I'm saying right. you have to have that installed in you for you to be able to really just get out here and do it I can't keep on sitting here telling you this because if you don't believe it then you're not going to act upon it that's you know? right. So, and it's so amazing that you said that um, because in the work that I do, I do the the coaching and the business coaching and the relationship coaching and premarital counseling and all those things. And a lot of people of my journey, I had to redirect how I empowered people. Yes. I was literally becoming their power source, so to speak. Yes. Like as soon as I walked away from them, it just it went was gone. Away. And I was like, so I had to start getting into a place where it was like, I will literally ask so many questions Mm -hmm. that they'll have their self figured out by the time they walk away. Yeah. So I had to start working smarter and not harder because in the beginning of my journey of doing this work, I was like, I was the power source. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I want you to be able to thrive without you having to come see me every, every month. Like, I think like a lot of things that one of the difference between like life coaching and like, um, actual like licensed counselors and therapists, Mm -hmm. you know, they tend to hang on to their clients. Right. And my goal as a coach is to get rid of you. So you have the best life because I I want to touch the world. Mm -hmm. So I, I have this rule I put into place back in 2017 that you can only work with me six months. Yeah. And if you haven't gotten in six months, then this ain't for you. Right. What you trying to do, where you trying to go in your life, maybe it's not for you because mm-hmm. it doesn't take long to know who you are. Right. You know, once you start listening to yourself. And doing the work. Listening. 
and doing the work. You know, they can't just keep on coming to you and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to feel good when I go over here for her. And then when they leave, they're like, okay, you know, toxic, 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 you know, toxic, toxic, toxic. And then they get around, around you and they're like, oh, yeah, I feel good. You know, some people like to connect to people to make them feel good. Right. You know what I'm saying? You make you, you, they make you feel good. People you talk to and, and I'm an empath. Um, Ooh, I got say that from my mom. I got that from my mom. I'm an empath. So a lot of, even when it comes to like guys and things like a lot of broken people, they they come t- to me for some reason. Right. It's like I attract a lot of broken people or like broken men and broken um I don't I wouldn't say like friends or women and anything like that, but um I attract you know we attract people who going through a lot of things because we're empaths and sometimes right. when they talk to us and if people who are empath, not just us, because we have a lot of empaths around, you know, the world. But if you are empath, you have to protect your energy because a lot yeah. of people uh, come to you and they just want to talk to you just so you can pour in them, just so they can feel so good and so confident about themselves. Yeah, you know, and they and they stay con- they stay connected to you like like, like as if they have a straw, and it's like they stay connected to you. So when they get dried up, they just, you know, get that straw. And, okay. Let me, I'm thirsty. And they get rehydrated. Yeah. From you. And then they just like, okay, I'm gone. You know And I had to cut the straw and pull it out. Yeah. You have to, you have to. That self care you were talking yes, about. And yeah. that's, yes, that is why that's, you know, I'm an advocate for that. Like, especially if you are an empath. Um, I'm an advocate for that because, you know, we can't, we feel a lot. You know, when yeah. things go on, it's, it's like when you try to explain to people who are not empath, they're looking like, what? You right. Know, what you, you talking know, about? Yeah, they're looking like, what are you talking about? Like, you can feel like if if a lot of people around you are going through something, you can feel that. It's like you're carrying their emotions. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're carrying their emotions. And that could be why I am not a, I'm not going to say not a people's person, but that's one of the reasons why I don't like to be around. I don't have a lot of friends. Right, I have I, a lot of, and I learned that about yeah. myself. You know what I'm saying? I learned that that that's why I don't have a lot of friends and have. It's not that I'm not friendly or I'm not this or I'm not that. Is that I am an empath and I'm still trying to learn to not absorb energy from right. from others. You know, from that's others right. when they're going through things, I can't take that on. I haven't mastered that yet because if I care about you and you're going through something automatically I feel it or I'm like okay how can I try to fix it and I can't that's do that right. with everybody you know what I'm saying wisdom so that's, yeah. wisdom. that's what I call that wisdom mm-hmm. know when to let go when to detach when to stay still like you are just so wise beyond your years you are so phenomenal and just I'm so I, kudos to you for your journey thanks to like, you girl I'm so proud of you I see you doing your thing and baby girl doing her thing Yes, they are. They are are keeping me busy. Yes, I try to replace the word busy with productive, and right, it's it's beautiful because I we're getting to live our dreams alongside of each other, and Mm -hmm. I really love it. So, last thing to close us out, I really appreciate this conversation today. Thank you. I want to know what can you tell us to empower our journey of entrepreneurship? Like something about yourself, something that you want to leave with the people before we close out, what would you say to just empower the entrepreneurs out here? What's like, what's a quote or just a final statement you want to leave with the world on this podcast and, and, and sharing with us? Girl, like I said, just push on through. Yeah. 
just you know just just push on through because like I said it's not you know I said at the beginning it's not going to be easy um but just push through and do the work you know you have to you have to do the work you have to put in the work you gotta whatever your craft is or whatever your passion is um just educate yourself on it you know educate yourself on it um read get some books self-care take some time to yourself um and just really feed into yourself and like you said just be still and just listen um before you make a move so you won't sit here and be wearing yourself out um books i learned to start getting books um self-motivation books um books that are in my field to start reading those and you know taking notes and um practicing affirmations but then putting in the work towards that not just doing the affirmations and then continuing to doing being toxic or doing whatever you want to do mm. um you know that's 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 about it girl just put it's beautiful <laughs> yes ma'am I really appreciate having you today. This conversation has been so phenomenal. So all those who are listening and tuning in, I really appreciate you all being present. And I'm asking y'all to take everything she said and really wear that, wear that and embody this. Cause this, this, this is real information from someone who has done the work, who is continuing to do the work. And that leads me to say, where can we find you? Where if we want to follow your journey or if someone is nearby in Chattanooga and they want to start coming and get some of this love that you have, because it's <laughs> matching. Listen, what you heard from her today is matched in her work. I promise you. Uh, I don't let anybody touch our hair. Um, and and we, we don't put a lot of heat to it, but when we do, she is the only person I, I let touch our scalp because I'm all about the energy and she has it. Yeah. So what can you tell us to find you so we can connect with you on social media, websites, booking uh, booking a, a hairstyle appointment with you or anything like that? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, two underscores, the hair doctor. Um, and you can find me on Facebook as well as the hair doctor. Um, as far as my personal Instagram, because I have those separate, you can find me on Instagram, two underscores, Jacqueline Denise, um, and Jacqueline Denise on Facebook as well. So that's my four, my four, say, yeah, my four connects. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, girl. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes, thank you for this. I'm excited. And um, y'all, we'll talk to you all soon. Thank y'all for tuning in. And until next time, I'm Rosetta. I'm your host and multipreneur. Welcome to season two of the Journey of Entrepreneurship.